That'd be amazing. <laughs> Check your mic in here. You won't break my heart. Yeah. Yeah, you you on? <laughs> Make sure you switch. Check the switch. No, won't break my. Yeah. <laughs> we were just yeah. talking about how dope it would be for what's the name of that track? I don't know the name of. It. I know uh, it's like on track that um, thirteen off like the Magenta album. <laughs> that I can't it's remember on the, name the um, Auditorium. That's not the name of that album. Is that that? No, that's the name of that song. Yeah, that's the name the of that name song. It's a Most Def Yasin Bay album. Terrible. We we should know the name of this. Yeah, album. I feel like a bad fan. Do you know the name but, of that album? It's this. Yeah. Is it latest one? No, 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 no. no. This the is ecstatic. From, the ecstatic, yes. And it's like track 12 or 13. It is. We're just kind of singing. Anyways, we were saying it'd be dope to sing, to get like a choir to sing that, like a big old airspace or something like that. 12. Anywho, welcome to the Rhymers Guild. I'm Gamal Prather, and here next to me is Amir Espy. That rhymes. It's great. Today's special guest, Jericho. Have, and Jericho, what do you do? We like to say well, that. Uh, do photography, videography. I also rap, make some songs here and there, spit a couple bars. Sounded like a lot of sounded like a lot of catalog. We we don't have access to yet. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, one, it's day, a lot. One, one day, one day. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast. Um, we were just kind of hanging out beforehand, getting to know each other because we know each other from the pocket where I know everybody on this podcast from <laughs> so far, just about. But um, but yeah, you do all their uh, a lot of their photography and videography mm-hmm. weekly. Um, so actually a question about that sidebar where does all that stuff go because I feel like it doesn't end up on the website uh, the website is still in the works so okay. what they're doing is just collecting all of this stuff so when I finish a gig I give it to them mm-hmm. and they just all collect it and they're going to put all of it on the website okay so it'll be like this massive like kaboom yeah. ass mm-hmm. drop of we out all here dated and everything as well so that we able to date it and see what okay okay because they've been doing it for how long now like um, almost two years so more than two probably years? they've been doing it for like a couple years but i've only been working with them for maybe almost a year okay mm-hmm. cool, cool cool so i don't know if they were getting video before i came hmm i don't not in a not in an every week kind of way yeah. nothing that i remember hmm but uh well word um so amir and jericho have a lot to to overlap with on the camera work oh yeah 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 do you you shoot anything other than just stuff at the pocket um gig wise gigs here and there right but the pocket's the most consistent mm-hmm. but i also do photography for the pocket i just do video okay oh, right, okay and um you know for people i'll do like photo shoots or background work in advance or videos word. and stuff like that word word um and so how how much of how much of your time are you doing music um well it's kind of actually what we were talking about earlier yeah. it's it's give and go it's like a love-hate relationship like i'm always rapping mm-hmm. you know uh i freestyle all the time whether i'm in the car in the shower just chilling you know so always doing that but actually making music i'm just starting to get back to that so within the f- past month I've been doing a lot of writing. Okay. So, mm-hmm. you know, I've been doing some collab work. Um, if I find a beat on online that I like, like a, a mainstream beat, mm-hmm. what I like to do is create one verse as if I was a feature. Right, okay. So, you know, I'll I've just had some my visions. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that so, makes sense, though. Yeah, yeah, like the song cry, that was only one verse. Like, yeah. as if I, I was on the feature, and that would have been what I would have dropped. Ah, that, why that beat, though? I don't know why you... I love that I, beat, I, As I heard it again, I was like, no, I like that more than I remember liking it. 
I mean, he was still like, nah. yeah. <laughs> I, mean, like mm. I just, I don't know why I never was a fan of that song. It just, I don't know what it was. I can't, I can't imagine. It's not until I talk to you that I could imagine a world where people didn't like that beat. Because <laughs> <laughs> we like, were like, talking, in my head, I was like, man, please don't say you don't like the beat. He was like, man, I just. I don't like the beat. <laughs> I was like, what? Kamal shocks me on a daily when it's like, yo, this is hard. And he's like, I'm like, shrug or absolutely not. Hard no. You know what I'm Come saying? On. There's a lot of stuff he'll send me. I'm like, I don't like this like, beat I'm not at feeling that at all. all fam. Can't even get into it. What's crazy to me is a lot of the beats that I like to listen to are things that I feel like I would have a ton of trouble rapping to as someone who's never rapped to anything. Yeah. I extrapolate that that would, that, that would be just like, it just would like I can't imagine how to make that work just yet. Yeah. But you know, so do you ever? You're saying before when we were walking outside that um, that you used to mess with like a lot of the sound production software and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, Pro Tools. So um, do you feel like how much more of that do you feel, or how much like in your opinion, like if I'm talking about designers, I'm like, well, if you're a designer, you it helps a lot to know how to draw mm-hmm. you don't have to know how to yeah. but i find it for myself to be quite a useful shorthand so are, do you feel like that's a skill that an mc like kind of should have like that kind of will inform a lot of stuff technique or what whatever wise like that'd be a good um, thing to pick up dear mcs definitely okay definitely cool. uh because to the point right now it's so accessible mm-hmm. you know even if you can't create quality work at least be able to know how to do basic stuff just like the track i played for you guys i recorded that on my phone sitting in my car right you know and that's just for reference so i can always hear the beat how i sound with it and things like that play it over and over again and if i want to make changes make changes even something like that so understanding how you sound mm-hmm. on different mics because these phones have mics right right, right. the mic we're talking in right now if we were to switch it i'd sound different right you know so it depends like when you're in a studio depending on the mic they get so you think you sound a certain way because you worked with somebody right then you go to this new booth and everything you're like why do i sound weird yeah. right because you're not even thinking that every mic you sound different right so certain people like i know artists who have their own mic in a case that they, they just, just bring, bring with them, them. Yeah, right and wherever they're at they just hook it up because they like how they sound when they have right. that mic i'm with that i like so, that i've considered doing that here yeah. taking this mic to the pocket <laughs> i i think though a lot of the sound has to just based off of dealing with sound like has to do with like the area more than your act like yeah the mic does make a difference especially if you paid thousands of dollars for it because i know cats mm-hmm. like you said they carry their own joints mm-hmm. but I feel like you can get good quality sound from people if you're in a controlled area. Oh, definitely. Yeah. But right. um, the mic also has a lot to do with the pitch. Because like sure. I used to record, um, my homie David, he had like three or four mics. Mm-hmm. And um, for different situations, he would be like, okay, I like that verse. Let's see how it sounds with this mic. And he would just take the same controlled environment, the same mic, new mic, put it mm-hmm. in there. I'd sound completely different. Yeah. Same distance. And then certain songs fit different mics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we would, you know, play that. Like, whichever one, I was like, okay, this feels like, okay, we'll use this mic for that. Word. Um, the studio I had back home, we only had one mic. And, you know, that's just what I was used to. Right. So when I came out here and used a different mic, I was like, oh, shit. Like, I sound completely different. Right, <laughs> right, right. And some people... And oh, oh yeah, I would also say this first for for new artists. Yeah. Um, I said record yourself, even if it's on your phone. Get used to hearing the sound of your voice. That's the biggest shock. Yeah. Right? For everybody, when they hear themselves on camera, when you're recording, yeah. you know, when you're doing podcasts, right? You listen to yourself, like I sound like that. Yeah, it's a weird. Like I'm very used to it now, 
again, but more for speaking voice, not mm-hmm. necess- not so much for like poetry voice or certainly not for rapping voice. Is that yeah. exactly comfortable yet? So I would ask you, what was your was the process like, or how long did it take? Or did you immediately just feel comfortable? You're like, not, not a all. problem. Not at all. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I hated how I sounded at first. And it just constantly doing it. Mm-hmm. Just constantly doing it. Um, well, this goes to a lot of, this can go out of rap and go into life. Mm-hmm. But they always say, make sure that you're the least experienced or the worst or the least intelligent person in your group. Right. So I told you when I first started rapping, I started rapping with a group. I had the least experience. I didn't know, so I sucked. They had already had about six years under their belt when they started rapping with me, six, seven years, and I just started. Right. But what that did is, you know, I hated how I sounded. I hated my flow, but I kept working at it because I was like, I want to be as good as these guys. Mm-hmm. Right, you right, know, right. I want to be at least good enough to the point where I can listen, I can spit something. They'd be like, okay. Huh? Yeah. You know, right. nice. Right. Instead of, good job. You know, just kind of leave it at that. You know, <laughs> right, just, right. just to keep going, you know, where they're actually like, oh, shit, all right, that's right. what's up. Yeah. You know, and that causes you to just, woo, just mm-hmm. take off, you know, faster than you ever think. So I tell people, just record yourself, listen to yourself, and let other people hear it. Okay. Let people that you trust hear it. Someone that can tell you it sucks. Right. Right. You know, and if <laughs> For it, real. it sucks, it sucks. Because I was surrounded by people who told me in the beginning, I was surrounded by people who told me I was good and my music was nice, but they would go clown me behind my back. Right, okay. right, 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 right. It wasn't until I actually got super comfortable, started doing shows, you know, started having fans where mm-hmm. they were like, all right, man, like, I'm going to tell you for real, like, you're good now. It was like, you know, before, we're not going to lie. We would say you're good because we didn't want to discourage you. Right. But we would be like, dog, this, this nigga sucks. Right. You know, behind his back. And I was like, damn, dog, I mean, I don't know how I would have taken it. <laughs> Maybe, you know, I would have been fragile ego and would have brought... I don't know, because no one told me. Right. You know, I thought I was the shit when I first picked up the mic. Oh, man. Rapping, you know? Yeah. I was like, oh, shit, I'm actually on this beat. I'm on, I'm on beat and stuff, but apparently I sucked. <laughs> That's the difference between music and, like, comedy. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, doing stand-up, like, I did stand-up for years, man. Them niggas will tell you off top. Straight up. Trash. Straight up. You need to go home, my nigga. Like, that's... <laughs> Give this up. <laughs> Quit. Like, like, don't try harder. Yeah, don't try, try harder, try man. Else. Like, try something else. Go get a job. <laughs> don't try harder. Try something else. <laughs> yeah, for real. But music, which is, I, you know, you deal with a lot more people that are a lot more, you know, compassionate and stuff like that. Comedy is a lot of cynicism. Oh, hell yeah. Very cynical rooted cats. In, hashtag rooted oh, in pain. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? Everybody like, is hurt. That whole industry is just Everybody like, hurt. It's, oh. it's, it's one, it, one of the toughest industries to break into. Just oh, yeah. Even, let's, let's go from a small scale, like at the pocket. At the pocket, comedy is the hardest oh, thing tough. to do. Super it's tough. The, it's the tough because if you do if you're in the pocket when you use the pocket because this is our common ground like mm. if you're performing at the pocket they're super supportive even people who's their first time you're stuttering yeah. you know you mess up they congratulate you just because you got up there right. right not with comedy no if you suck they won't even give you a fake laugh it yeah. just Nothing. dead silence crickets yeah you know and comedy man no matter where you at yeah folks is like you gotta be you better be funny fam right or or else, but we gonna mm-hmm. make you suffer by just gonna keep slicing this steak. But see, that's but see, that's the funny thing. It, it, not like it just depends on the audience, but like be aware because we were watching that inside jokes thing the other yeah. day on on Prime, and like I was just sitting here like I mean I think one or two of the people that made it to the final thing mm-hmm. like would be comedians that are for me. 
Yeah. The rest of them, not even close. Right. Like not even close to the ballpark of what I find funny. So, I mean, there's obviously quite a, quite a broad range, but mm-hmm. but it also had me feeling like, man, I feel like I could write those jokes. Like, if that's the perspective that tickles people, yeah, I can find that perspective often or, like, see what this person is, like, how they're understanding right. what's happening in front of them. Yeah. But, I mean, but Amir tells me that all the time. He's like, you probably could. You know? Yeah. So, Serious. But, yeah, I mean, but, yeah, it is it is ruthless out there. But then... You also have stuff that like seems to fly that I'm just like, yeah, I would, I would be real crickety with. It's just like music, you know what I mean? There's people hear those guys and go, I can hear the potential in this cat, mm-hmm. and you you can see that where they're going, and then like like I've heard people say like, you suck now, but in like two years you're gonna be great, <laughs> you know what I mean? As as a comedian, mm-hmm. just based off of what you go through, and it's the same with music. Some cats, all it takes is you know get the right heartbreak and you can write the coldest album mm-hmm. you know what I mean or drop the coldest mixtape whatever yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's it's just life experience some people get lucky and have that just automatic dope machine gun flow <laughs> but for the most part it's all life experience that's how I look at it have you ever heard of an artist named Dax like the hair grease no I mean, his hair is kind of wild, but no, no, no. Like you said, Dax, yeah, D A X, like like the hair grease. Uh, no, no. Who's that? He's like a, he's a YouTube rapper, but um, he's, what he's that gaining mean? some steam. Like like he's that. A, just... you, he's a he's a rapper who gained his whole following through YouTube. Okay, there are a few rappers that are breaking into just the scene a little more from that YouTube, way. like um, Kyle, um, Dax. Uh, Didn't what's his name do that to um, us? That whole... What's the dude name? Futuristic. Um, that cat from back in the day, Hobson. Didn't he do that too? Hobson. I... YouTube blew up Hobson as well. Yeah. But Hobson also. I mean, he had it. Hobson went through a lot. I love Hobson. Hobson's dope. Yeah, he was dope. Yeah. Yeah, Hobson's dope. Is but, he still um, rapping? Mm-hmm. Okay. He had an album come out last 2017, I believe. Mm-hmm. It was nice. Um, but he. What was I bringing up Dax for? Uh, YouTube he he only been rapping. He's only been rapping for two years. Okay, and he's gained this massive following. And you know, and I listen to some of his songs. I'm like, okay, so it's nice, but I can listen to it, and I can tell that he's only been rapping for two years. Yeah, you know, so I'm like, okay, give him a few more years. And right. He's already breaking into the industry. Like he's getting interviews and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, on big media platforms and stuff because of some recent stuff with him and Tory Lanez, but. I can tell, like, if he keeps at it, yeah, he'll be there. Yeah, like, have you, you have you listened to Tory Lanez? Oh yeah, you mm-hmm. ever heard his rap? Yeah. What do you think? Tory is nice. I think so too. I think Tory is. Um, he's. He, I think that he started off wrong, based off of like how he came into the mm-hmm. game. He I got agree. trapped in that camp. Yep, exactly. But what camp um, is that? I don't know who that is. No, he's, he got. It, Tory Lanez is, is like a uh, he's like a Drake protege. Mm-hmm. Okay, and um, he got trapped in that you know that Drake camp of like you can write for me and, and I'll help blow you up, right? Kind of deal. And then he branched off because he was producing content. Like he was just a, he was a beast. Mm-hmm. Like and he had like how many mixtapes did he put out? He put out a gang um, of mixtapes. Yeah, it's quite a few. Yeah, and just blew up. He just did start doing his own thing, and he's from Canada as well. Yeah, and uh, he's been and he and he sings. So he he came into this game as okay. a singer. Yeah, but he actually started out rapping, so he can rap too. Yeah, I see. He actually went up against um Jordan Lucas. They had this like friendly friendly battle. Mm-hmm. They went back and forth, song for song. Like they were doing like within an hour. 
Oh, like, wow. Just boom, 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 boom. I got this, I got this. And I'd say the first time, Tori just did a track just kind of playing around. And then Joyner came in, killed him. And then Tori came out with another track. And I, like, he actually killed Joyner in that track. And then Joyner came back. And I didn't really care for the response. But they stopped after that. And it was just like, we're going to let the audience decide who wins. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know, I expected, when I before I really listened to him, I expected Tori to get, like, eaten alive. Yeah. I was like, okay. So when I heard him, I was like, oh, shit. You know, dude, actually, he, he got some bars. Yeah. You know what he's doing, yeah. you know? I can hear where, I can hear the limits. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah, hear yeah. he was okay. pushing his limits to really, you know, to get into that. But it was nice. It was like the first time I heard Kendrick. The first time I heard Kendrick back in, like, 2010, 2009. Mm-hmm. Like mixtape, Kendrick. I, I forgot the name of the mixtape. I was um, like, it's like this kid is gonna be nice in like three years. He's gonna be a fucking beast. And he that that was around the time of his blow up, like around 2012, 2013. What do you think that of Kendrick? Seems, that seems about. I right. think Kendrick is dope, but I think that. Um, do you think he's overrated? No, I think that he's definitely. Um, I think that he's I think that he's good enough to be considered one of the best. I think that he has his body of work has proved him to be one of the best, but I also think that he's in a time where they fucking overplay and overdo everything. Okay, I I agree with you. That that's a that's a perspective that I've never heard before. Yeah. So yeah. he's definitely like cuz I love Kendrick, but then after like the second week of him dropping a single, I'm like, fuck, man, I'm tired of hearing this shit. Like, I hear it every, every two seconds, right. and, it, and it becomes... Like, eh. I think Kendrick is dope as fuck. I had to place that disclaimer. I think Kendrick's dope as fuck, but I also think Kendrick is highly overrated, hmm. in my opinion. Huh. But And I can probably see maybe because, like you said, we're in a generation where everything's blown out of proportion. Yeah. But... um. I believe in the generation that he popped in, he definitely deserves a seat as one of the best. Yeah. But in overall capacity, to me, in my group, mm-hmm. hell no. No, he's definitely yeah. In, like he's not in the top ten for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, he's not. I give you that. Um. So, but when I listen to people they talk about rap. Oh, you gotta be with a kid, Kendrick. He's he's the best. I'm like, no, dude, he's not. But I feel the same way about Jay Z. I don't feel like Jay Z's. He's not in the top to me. I, I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> but I get that face a lot, though. I get that face a I lot. Feel you, I, don't, I feel you. I just. I don't see it. I don't see it. Um, I feel you. But I guess it's all. You know, it's all opinion, opinion base. It. Um, but I. I look at it like this. I've been listening to Jay for so long. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like. You grew up with them. Yeah, it's like watching it's like watching Family Matters with Jay Z. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and, I, and 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 not even making that comparison, Jay Z and Family Matters. Nah, I'm just I feel saying, you, like, but you the watch familiar, the people grow up. Exactly, you get to know. Right. Them. Mm-hmm. So it's it's tough when people say that. It's always like, huh? Like, man, Fresh Prince is not a funny show, nigga. What? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's right. how that's that's it's like that. And then you can give me some examples. I'd be like, oh, okay, it's subjective, but whatever. Yeah. But I feel you. I feel you on that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's uh, okay, but what? Right. So then, if we're talking about something like looking at longevity of like how long we've heard someone rap for, 
I think the obvious person we also have to bring. Well, there's two obvious ones. <laughs> He's already looking sideways because <laughs> he knows what's coming. It's it's the eternal argument. I think we just established officially our eternal argument on the Rhymers Guild, which is Nas. Well, not really Nas or J Electronica, but just eh, Nas is just never going to be like a top MC for me. He's just not. I agree. And like, I was just a lot. A lot of people disagree. Amir hates this argument. We go into the art, the album thing all the time, but really, uh, I was gonna really wanted to talk about Black Thought because that's what I care about a lot more right now and throughout time. And that's really my question is, if you're looking at longevity of a rapper, I feel like that's been doing it well since day one, never fell off. Who who could you put above Black Thought? I'm talking to uh, me, whoever. Uh, oh, like who? I can't think um, of anyone I can put above him from like a like his bars were always great. Are we t- okay? Okay, you talking about consistency in in bars? And, we're not and, talking and, about but, fame. We're not talking about fame. Nope, not sales. fame. Just talking about longevity, though. Okay, longevity. Okay, so that's a different argument. Um, I I'll say this while you think about that. Okay, I love Black Thought, but I I've never like. There's like a few Roots albums that I was just like, eh. Like, it's, a, it's, a, it's okay. There's, I have... A lot of skippers. I've got 10 Fingers, which is about representative of the number of skipper albums I have from Nasir Jones. Oh, yeah. I've, to- I've, I've admitted that. Nas definitely think has... quantified technically as a fuck ton versus <laughs> a, few sleep, like a few sleep albums that were... I will... There's not a Roots album that's not better than all the Nas albums. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say one. that Nas and you comparing Nas and Black Thought, I wouldn't say Nas was consistent. No. Yeah, when it comes all. no, I'll yeah. I'll give you that. He completely not disappeared and then he came back. Because he definitely went on like a streak of like five terrible albums. Yeah. Like, yo, what is this? <laughs> what is this? Yeah. Just Oh, that's a cool song. What is this? Yeah. It's yeah. a lot of that. Yeah. So, I mean, so, but even just if you're just taking just, I mean, it's hard to take the bars away from the track, I guess, but, and also if you've got like a, you know, a band behind you versus whatever production scenario, you know what I mean? Would you rather have that? Would you rather have like a house band behind you as an MC? I'm starting to fall in love with it, to be honest with you. (laughs) Okay. Like, um, I wasn't used to it, Mm -hmm. but now I'm... Especially like with the pocket, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a weekly thing. I yeah. have a band behind me every week. Yeah, you know. So and I have a good band behind mm-hmm. me every week. A Real band good. I can just pick up and build their own shit, and yeah. it sound crazy. Yeah. yeah. So I'm starting to fall in love with it. Yes, it makes the world a difference. Yeah. Like I'll take for example, I went to, like I'm a Wiz Khalifa fan. I know Wiz Khalifa's not. He's not like bar heavy or anything i think wiz is mostly for me nostalgia don't apologize <laughs> <laughs> i mean so like it's like nostalgia and i actually met him i've met him had a talk with him and everything mm-hmm. so like that definitely holds but i went to a this is a random question how tall is that dude is he is he is he about your height he's taller than me okay i figured okay yeah I, that's what i thought it was random I, just as a tall cat yes yeah, yeah. i just i had to ask yeah finish what you said i'm say sorry what six three six what's that wiz He's about 6'3". I'm 6'3". So he... I mean, how tall are you? I'm 6'1". Really? Yeah. Somehow you seem taller than me. Anyways, well... Okay, so then maybe he's 6'3". Yeah. I think but but string, string bean though, right? Like, yeah, yeah he's a... <laughs> yeah, he's oh, he kind of huffed now. Now. I'm about to say now he's like gotten bigger. Yeah. But, um, what? I'm but going back straight in the day, to the internet. <laughs> he was... Tiny. Yeah, he, he's been doing like MMA and training and stuff. Google like, search Wiz Khalifa Huff. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, he did a complete change. Yeah. No more of the tiny, scrawny, skinny kid. Something about having kids, man, that make you go, man. Oh, I, I can see like, it. I, gotta I can get see a, it I gotta in get this get photo from the shoulders up that he's, right, like a man now. Yeah. It's like, I can't just, just be like, this skinny dude. My son's going to grow up and want to fade me. There it is. Yeah. I was just thinking. I was oh, thinking whoa, that exactly. Yo, <laughs> Wiz is yeah. He's huff now. Oh yo, and yeah. beat your ass. No more the tiny skinny. I, like, had no I may idea. be high, but I will throw these <laughs> from the shoulders, bruh. Wow, <laughs> wow. I, like I'm, I am amazed as fuck right now, just because that. I mean, he's always <laughs> like a, like a string bean, like low body fat kind of dude. Yeah. And now he's he looks like a track star or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like just that arm bumping Jesus Christ oh what I was saying about Wiz I was like I went to wow. I went to a show of mm-hmm. his he did out here in um, Orange County and the same songs that I was listening to because I've been to a couple of his shows went from having the mp3 in the background rapping his songs to now having a whole live band construction reconstruction mm-hmm. of beats and oh, really? it just makes the world a difference man. yeah you know and it brings a whole new mood just like a level of drama added, right yeah yeah like, you know he had the, the thing with a platform lifting him like super high up in the sky and he was you know had the guitar guy next to him just strumming like yeah this is around the time when um What's that? Uh, like still blazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Around that time, okay, he was performing those tracks and um, black and yellow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, things. so like twenty ten, he was performing those tracks. Okay, but, um, this was in twenty thirteen. Oh, okay, so it was like right after that. Uh, that that uh, what's it called? Mixtape, the Taylor Alderdice mixtape, mm-hmm. which is my favorite, one of my favorite mixtapes of his. Uh, yeah, I know. Oh, Cushion Orange Juice, at least. Cushion Orange Juice, is of one course, of my it's a classic. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I agree. The band definitely makes a world of difference. I saw um, Jay Z at the the black the black album tour that oh. he did. Um, when he came to Staples Center, just back in like two thousand four. Mm-hmm. My friend went, and um, he had a live band, and it was best. It was definitely a world of difference. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was expecting like a DJ and some real nig shit. Yeah, but. <laughs> Nah, he had the whole band, and I think Questlove played drums for a second up there, too, okay. for a couple tracks. So it was, I can see why that would be, as an MC, I can see why that would be, like, yeah. hype. Real, real nice. Yeah. yeah. Like, yo, I, I, need a, I need five niggas behind me. I need I need all that. I need I even need the dude that plays the chimes. <laughs> the triangle cat. Yeah. I need all of that. That one dude with the stick and the, you know, the squirt, squirt. <laughs> I need him too. Xylophone of some sort. It just sort. Remind, reminded me of this one moment. Like, oh, dog, it's like it's a big regret of mine. Um, I used to do the thing where you go watch live tapings of TV shows. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. And, um, where I they pay to, you and stuff, right? Uh, not for these. Okay. It's just <laughs> chill, you know. I went to Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, okay, yeah. I've been and, to that one a couple um, times, actually. In between, in between the break... They had this time where they were going to have people have talent, like do perform talents. <laughs> oh, no, and, oh no! And they're like, anybody wants to come come on down and do their thing, but not. It's not what you think. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All I can imagine is just, yeah, I got some bars for y'all. <laughs> I can't remember them right now. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. Honestly, that would be better. That would be a better story. Oh shit! Like, I didn't do it. 
Okay. I didn't do it, and I regretted it because they had the band there and everything. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, And yeah. that would have been dope as fuck yeah. to be able to get there and just, like, have the band play, and I just freestyle and do my thing. I was like, I was like, nah, I just, I'll wait it out. Yeah, I'm not yeah, going to lie yeah. to you. I would feel, I, I feel like, yeah, that sucks, but if this was, like, the Jimmy Fallon show and it was The Roots, that's when oh. I'd be like, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I would have got up. I wouldn't have said nothing. Yeah, I would have just started right. running just down there. Over the barrier, right? <laughs> I'm like, come on, fam. Or they would have known what to do with you. <laughs> yeah, dog. <laughs> no, that's what's up. Um, yeah, I'm trying to th- uh, Yeah, we were talking before about um, that we haven't seen any other open mics that have a live band like The Pocket other than um, Flight School. Although I've heard that uh, the Juice Joint on Mondays mm-hmm. that I think O. Smith runs. Yeah. And I think they do have a live band. But someone who was that was saying is like kind of a still somehow a different vibe. But yeah, different vibe. And they said there's no structure to it. It's all like it's all vibe. Like they have a mic. You go up, you do your thing, and you can do your thing as long as you want, but they want the next person to be kind of ready to step in. Yeah, so it's just pass on to the next, you know, and that's what it is. It's just that. So it's kind of like free jazz? Yeah. But with hip hop? Mm hmm. And I'm like, I would love to do that, but they said, because I usually work on Mondays. I work on Mondays and then sleep and then go to pocket on Tuesdays. So. I was like, dude, I would, I would love to do some shit like that. I think it'd be dope. Yeah. And there's, I think it's at the study. On, yeah. They do a thing um, on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, damn, it's same time as the pocket. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck, man. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Tuesday is definitely a popular night. If we ever get our open mic together, it will not be on a Tuesday. <laughs> that is official. It's like an open mic night, isn't that? Uh, Poetry Lounge is Tuesday too, yep. right? Still. DPL definitely still. on Tuesday. St- still. Still. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be it. That'd be it. Some hot bars to do that to that, that Dr. Dre still. still I, I love that that uh that sound bite. That that Dre still. Still. Yeah. Still. <laughs> um, so I had an argument with my buddy a couple of weeks ago since we on Dre right now. And he said, Who do you think the best rapper in the world is? And I said, Dr. Dre. <laughs> and he was like he was like nigga what you talking you about that. I said cause if you know we're in 2019 and people don't think ghost writers matter so and Dre has had the best <laughs> the best ghost writers mm-hmm. even down to like Snoop back in the day Snoop was lacing him Cube all of that and then Jay Z mm-hmm. Eminem Kendrick like yep. all of his stuff is and like whenever he has a verse with those cats it's always like yo that was hard Nobody really listens because it's Dre. Yeah, <laughs> I, was just say, I, feel like I can't think of one because it was Dre and like I wasn't listening. So you don't really give him a listen because it's like, oh, it's just Dre. He's and it sounds like it sounds to me, Dre has always sounded like he's lifting weights while he's rapping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he just sounds the out of five to six four. Dre got him. <laughs> if the bitch bad, I got him in red bottoms. <laughs> yeah, Dre. Outrageous. You yeah. ever heard Medicine Ball? Nah. Which one was that? Um, it was on the soundtrack to Forgot, but it's Dre, Eminem. Um, so so M wrote them L, so you know they were sticking. Yeah, Eminem's <laughs> verse is insane. Yeah, Medicine insane. Ball. And I think he wrote right? Dre's verse too. Of course. And um, 
so Dre's verse is dope too. Yeah, you know. So that when you said Dre's the best rapper, in my head instantly I knew why. I was yeah. like, because he got the best behind him. Because he got the best. Yeah. <laughs> he just literally caught. Hey, yo, M. I got. A, I need a verse. Um, next week I'm doing this. Like I need a verse. I need got that you. verse. You know. Oh, oh, I'm busy. Okay, Kendrick. Kendrick. <laughs> Jay. I need somebody to write. My boy didn't understand what I meant. No, yeah. it's just like this Dr. Dre, hands down. He got the best the best L's. Think about even like on Forgot About uh Dre. Yeah, yeah, that's I'd say that that would be the one that sticks out for me as like I could recommend that to someone. He killed that. Just based off of M. But I mean, let's, let's just stop right M here killed and it. Just, M right, killed just it. that because to me, like you can't kill it unless like you really deliver it well. And to me, that's Dre's down. That I mean, it's not that he's a, whatever writer that I know he is. He's mean. not a great deliverer. You don't of like Ron. his cadence. No, you don't like because Dre's as cadence. I said, it sounds like he's on a bench lifting two cookies on either side. I'm from the <laughs> West Coast, so I love Dre's cadence. <gasps> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Over the top. What, was that, what's that one dude that was in Tupac's crew that sounded kind of also like <laughs> just, like he was like on a football field Yo, in high school wait. pulling that sled or pushing the sled while he's rapping? Are you talking about the dude on uh, All Eyes on Me? <laughs> so oh. much. Tr- oh, God. <laughs> yep. What was his dude. name? Oh. Big Psych. Big Psych. Big Psych. Loop. Can Big Snipe, uh, Sife, Sife or Sike? Something. So oh, much man. trouble in the world, nigga. Ain't nobody <laughs> feel your pain. The worst lyrics in hip hop <laughs> history. Definitely those. All right, so we're nah, gonna mark. Um, we're gonna mark Dre's best about versus Silk the Ball. Yo, Silk, he's talking about the worst. You talking about off and on beat Silk? <laughs> Both at the same time. <laughs> How you do both of the same thing? Both like the same. multiple planes of rap, man. Silk had, uh, unfortunately, Silk had a few hits yeah. oh, back yeah. in the day. Like he had, uh, I don't know how they. I'm sure because you're from Florida, so I'm sure you heard a lot of his shit. Yeah, like more than me. I'm, I'm quite sure. My homie used to ride to him just to piss us off. Of course, he was <laughs> like, "Yo, I'm gonna play some Silk this whole ride." <laughs> you guys, man, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, that's. I mean, I mean, I think back to to the No Limit era, and I mean, that was just straight college for me. I mean, when that whole thing exploded yeah. into the next. You don't, rem- but you, y'all don't remember like wow. the late '90s when they were starting. Like, I got the hookup No Limit. Yeah, I didn't get to that till I got to college because I, we definitely had not heard of that in Cincinnati, Ohio. Yet. Like, I remember because I just remember the the tapes circulating around the hood, like around the city like yo see, you, you yeah, gotta you, see this new movie <laughs> yeah. with Master P like who the fuck is with who Master P yeah man they got uh, all the cat to do Ezel and all of them all them from all these movies are in the it's movie like, like the other other Wu-Tang right I'm like, known what as is no going limit on? I want to see this shit and then I saw it and I was like okay and then there was music associated with it and then I started to you know how you you know, if you like bought a car, then you realize all the like that car that you bought is on the road a lot more. Like, mm-hmm. like man, what the fuck? I never noticed this car until I got it. <laughs> right. Yep. It was like that with Master P. After I saw the movie, I was like, oh shit, I hear his music all the time now. Right, right, right. That was when it was like, shit. Blew and up. that was a insane marketing strategy for its time. Absolutely. You know, like now that's that's commonplace. That's the norm. Right? Yeah. You know. Yeah. But when we talk about good marketing, damn! Now I just think about shit. Soldier Boy had good marketing. Hey, that's what I was coming to. <laughs> damn, that's what I was. That's yeah. what I was just about to say. 
Soldier Boy, you got you got to give it to him, man. You absolutely. got to give it to him. Like like all of these internet rappers wouldn't be here without him. Yep. You know, I and they they don't want to say they don't want to admit that, but when he was giving his interview, I listened to it I was like, dude, you got to give it to him. That's I swear, true. which uh, the the Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I that was when I definitely so, was like, this nigga is. I had not to think lying. about it. I had to think about it. I was like, he's right. Yeah. So what? Tell help. I don't know anything about. I've heard the name, but I don't know anything about. You know who Soldier Boy is? Not really. You ever heard that whole soldier boy up in this hoe? That dude. Yeah, that dude. But what what was the marketing that was so... Um, well, when LimeWire came out, yeah, what he did was he, before you even tell that story. Okay, do you remember back when you would download music from like LimeWire or any kind oh, yeah. of like, and it would be like Napster, some at the beginning so. somebody would say something crazy like uh, DJ like DJ. Snuff God, Snuff God, Snuff oh, God. Uh, mixtape, mixtape, two thousand two. Right. Soldier Boy, go ahead. I'll let you finish. Okay. So what Soldier Boy did is he would go online, and Fifty Cent in the club was like big around this time. So he would take his song, he record a song, and he would change it to. 50 Cent in the club or any song that was popping and he would upload them to LimeWire. Mm-hmm. So when, you know, 50 Cent in the club was getting millions of downloads, it oh. would um, download Soldier Boy's song. Mm-hmm. So people would upload it be like, this isn't, um, you know, what you call 50 Cent. Yeah. here, but like, oh, but I like this shit. Mm-hmm. So his shit was essentially getting millions of streams before yeah. streaming was, was a thing. counted, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, and... Um, Huh. Record labels picked up on that. That's why he got he he blew up, and then they started implementing that into their their plans. He was the first internet like music troll. Yeah, <laughs> and that's not first. even. And I'm not even trying to diss. Yeah, right. that's what it's it was. Just, that's what it was. he was trolling. Right. That's why I brought up that example because he started all of that shit. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, saying nothing to his musical talent or right. anything like right, that, right. but the dude's mental, like his marketing strategy, like it was it was spot on. Definitely. And now this is what they use today. Yeah. To build these careers, and he was using YouTube too. Yeah, like videos, him and his homeboy, and 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 they in his mom's living room dancing and shit, yeah. and playing his music. Like he's Soldier Boy, definitely was ahead of his time. Like he mm-hmm. knew where it was going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he picked up w- on the pattern before yeah. it, it, it revealed itself. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, wow, and look at him now, Gucci bandana. <laughs> and every every time you see him, the same Gucci bandana on. <laughs> Gucci Ben Dunno. Yeah, twenty-eight, Chicago. Got it. He's from Chicago. I thought he was from Mississippi or something like he was that. Soldier was born in Chicago, anyway. Born in Chicago. Okay, yeah, li- wait. So what they live in Atlanta? I right, moved to Atlanta. See, yeah, he's from all over the place. See, yeah. but when he blew up, he was definitely a country, mm. country bumpkin. Yeah. Wow. No all offense right. to my Florida homies. <laughs> and that okay has I, I learned Dog, I didn't realize how, how how much different it was like as far as being from the south and coming out here oh yeah till I moved out here and I just started talking to people and they're like why you sound different yeah like, why you act why you act like that and I'm like What's, what what do you mean I have morals yeah <laughs> <laughs> like what the, what the fuck <laughs> What do you, you know, mean I have manners? I, um I brought my cousin out here and we were all hanging out and he was like damn dog niggas from the west is weird yeah <laughs> I, was, I was like they are yeah they are. are i was like i didn't really get it like they are we the most we're spoiled man i was like we mm-hmm. the spoiled, we spoiled thugs <laughs> <laughs> like we gang bang but the beach is up the street 
Thank you. You know what I'm saying? It don't make no sense. But see, Florida niggas is weird too. Country cats are weird <laughs> see, when it comes to so, gang banging. So what I can say, having gone to school in Florida in Tallahassee, is that you realize pretty quickly that even in the South, people are like, well, there's the South. And then there's Florida. Florida, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just like, which for whatever that's worth, I, either you know what that means or do, you don't. But. I use that separation for Texas. Because yeah, there's, yeah, like, there's, there's the and South Texas, and then there's Texas. Texas. Right. Like, that's a different kind of South. Florida, y'all are kind of similar in the sense of like, y'all be tough, but y'all be hella, yes, ma'am, no, sir. Oh, yeah, manners. There's respect. Yeah, for, that's that's hospitality. Right. Fuck yeah. you, nigga. How you doing, ma'am? In the same sentence. In the same sentence. Exactly. Like, your mom just walked in here, so I ain't going to disrespect you like that right now. Whereas a West Coast nigga is just over the top disrespectful (laughs) at all times. Like, yo, my mom's just, I don't give a fuck about that. You know, just all that. Florida cats, Southern cats, I should say, are very, very, um, that Southern hospitality. Niggas niggas in the South will whip your ass right in front of the grocery store and then stop to open the door for an old lady. Absolutely. Ma'am, and then. Close Absolutely. Right back. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. At the Piggly Wiggly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we were talking before. Uh, tell, tell us about some of your favorite Southern rappers, because I was going to go to the into the what you call the reality rappers. Are there any reality rappers from the South, or who would you put in that mm. class? And define that for everybody, because you were. Okay. So, well, reality rappers—that's the phrase that I coined. Basically, just rappers who can go into the studio and they never run out of content because they rap about what is happening right now, what's on their mind right now. Like no matter how crazy it is, that's what they do. Like my two biggest examples of reality rappers, I would say, are Royster Five Nine and Currency. Like Currency would go down to what kind of socks he got on, to what I did this. Um, I drove here. <laughs> I was what pretzels. What did he say? One line that I, one of my favorite Currency lines. He said, "I pulled up in the what's this and came back in a what's that? A little switch up move and that's a stunt double pack." I was like, "What are you talking about? That was hard <laughs> that, that's though. That's crazy, but it's hard though. <laughs> that was hard. What are you talking about?" <laughs> Yeah, like I had no clue what Argyle socks were until I started fucking work for currency. Yeah, you know, like that, that nigga, he's he's something else. But um, he's in a lane of his own. But <laughs> did you like that uh, currency Freddie Gibbs joint? I uh, didn't listen to it. Listen to, I think you'd like that. Okay, I'll check it out. Fetty, it's called Fetty. Yeah, that he like that. Do you like Freddie Gibbs? Eh, he's he's okay. Yeah, he's okay. But I mean, mostly. Like, I listen to, like, features. I haven't heard any of his actual stuff. Got it. Got it. But as far as you're talking about influences in the South, um, so I'm going to bounce and then come back to that. It's going to make sense. Yeah. So with my whole experience with rap, I didn't I didn't grow up in a household. I grew up in a household where my mom hated rap. Ooh. All she listened to was, like, contemporary Christian yeah. and stuff like that. Oh, we so grew the up only in the same reason house. Why, <laughs> the only reason why I was able to hear rap is because my brother would sneak in Eminem cassettes that he would like record, you know, and stuff on the radio and stuff. Oh, we he would up in put the same in, house. And that's how we listened to stuff. <laughs> like I didn't listen to like like the Roots or anything like nothing like that. Wow. Like my my whole thing was listening to Eminem. Eminem changed my whole view and got me into rap. And then I listened to, like the Kanye West and just whatever was on the radio. Mm-hmm. But we listened to like top one hundred mm-hmm. in the nineties. You yeah. know, yeah, so it yeah. wasn't really a lot of hip hop. Right. Right. You right, know? right so right, right. um what got me into it is just 
people like Eminem, Kanye West, and stuff, and had my headphones on, just constantly listening, constantly, constantly became obsessed with sneaking it. and listening. But, yes, sneaking <laughs> and listening. <laughs> yeah. to it. Like it wasn't something I, I can openly just go out and boom, boom my <laughs> shit. But um, so when I did, I had a friend, a friend of mine. This was like later on in life, who introduced me to the underground scene. But he listened to a lot of up north artists. So I wasn't really into the whole up north, like California up north, uh, New York. Gotcha. Um, you know, like a lot of New York artists. Yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of New York artists. Um, I don't know. I don't think he's. I think he is. I think he's Michigan, so he's not New York. But um, I listen to a lot of Willie the Kid. Um, if you've never heard of him, ah. crazy dope. Listen to the Fly. You just gotta listen to the intro. That's all you gotta hear, and you you know. Um, I listened to uh, Smoke Dizza. Okay. Uh, yeah. A lot of Smoke Dizza. Um, oh, he's not up north, but I listened to Chip the Ripper. Oh, you yeah, have um, heard of Chip? Yeah, I listened to a lot of Chip the Ripper. I listened to some Kid Cudi, but that's because my girlfriend <laughs> at the time, she was a big Kid Cudi fan, so I listened to Kid Cudi. Um, Stupid. Yeah, that's all Kid. Yeah, <laughs> do a whole album of hum. <laughs> <laughs> I love that nigga though. But yeah, so like, and then a shit ton of Slaughterhouse. So yeah. like, that was my constant playlist. Mm -hmm. Just like artists like that. So I didn't really listen to a lot of rappers in the South. Mm. You know, when people tell me like, oh shit, listen to Gucci Mane or whatever, I was like, fuck that shit. Yeah. You know, like, That's listen to Gucci Mane. Like, have that, you heard no. fucking Slaughterhouse's heard? Like, that's too many words. That's too many. That's too right. many words. They're not yeah. talking about nothing. Yeah. yeah that's, oh, they talking about too much. Right. I don't want to think about that. I just want to zone out. I don't want to think when I listen to music. It's like, yeah. you don't want to think. You don't think when you watch TV, so you don't want to think when you listen to music. Like, when are you going to think? Never. Right. You know? right. So, I don't know, man. I, I never get could get into it. But there are some artists now from the South, you know, that I can, I can vibe with. Um, Boogie with the hoodie. I like him. Mm -hmm. He's uh, he's from the South, right? That's I different think. than that Boogie that's on the door? With the quote, uh, isn't like, isn't it, isn't it? West, he's from Westside Boogie. He's, yeah, he's he's Westside. He's Westside. Uh, oh, there's um, a different Boogie. No, um, Boogie's from. Where's he from? He's from Long Beach or something. No, he's that's he's from Long Beach. Uh, what's oh, okay. what's Buddy name? Um, not Boogie, the dude who came out with. Fuck, now it's escaping me, but I just started listening to um. Little baby, I actually I, I like a couple of tracks by him. <laughs> Little baby, he's yeah. got he got some he got some dope tracks, but I don't yeah, know if I can sit down and do a whole project. I've, I've tried cocaine. I've tried. Cocaine was dope. Um, what else? Damn, I can't remember any of, it, any of their names. But I mean, did I had you to listen, let you know? Did you listen? I mean, did you listen to any of the Outcast in the? Uh, a little bit. But um, like, like, I do listen, you like know all that? Like, you know it. I know. Like you it. feel like it, I, yeah, what? I feel it. I know, but, okay. I know. Listen to a little bit. Of, it wasn't it wasn't around me. It wasn't around me. Yeah, don't. so like yeah. that kind of stuff. I have to like go yeah. back and experiment with because I never, I never was. Maybe we by should it. have like an outcast listening party because I can imagine there's probably a lot of people that have not really sat and listened. That'd be dope. Like, I've listened to all of those albums for sure, hundreds of times. Outcast is definitely not times. not hundreds. Like, um, was it Aquemini? Yeah. yeah. Aquemini, um That's arguably one of their best. Yeah, jokes. I like the Quemini. Um Speaker Box Love Below. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> that album, I love it and hate it. Yep, I like the first part because Love Below half. is off the chain. Yeah, mm -hmm. Speaker Next. Box. 
should Y'all. be wrapped in chains <laughs> and thrown into the sea. I didn't want to, I didn't want to do him like do big boy. I love like that, big boy, man, but he be man. Yeah. I, I think you even need, you big need boy Dre. knows that. I think big big boy knows that, but you know. That's why it's never been like a I think there has been just a big boy album now oh, that yeah. I think about There's it. There's been at least yeah. at least one if not two or three. Oh, oh for sure. It's just not it's never it's not like you need Dre. Yeah. And Dre needs you. Mm-hmm. It's, it's both ways. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, right. yeah. But I mean, people- and, and to and to to always clarify that it's like I mean, it, which is how I feel about Nas. It's like I would love to like they feel like people I would hang out with, but like their art isn't necessarily for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I feel I feel like their their person, their humanity of life, is fat is terribly interesting. Right. But like the artistic expression of it, not always for me. Like I just can't relate to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? In a way that I can totally relate to everything Andre has ever done. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I feel like since you brought up Nas again, I feel yeah. like Nas was dealt a bad hand in life and didn't have <laughs> his emotions under control and didn't know how to choose certain things. But right. look where he came from. Right. For sure. Nas is that de- he's one of them guys that should should put out a body of work every few like every four or five years rather than like for a while he was that doing it like every thing, year. Right. You know what I mean? Like he's a special album kind of artist. Mm-hmm. He should be very like selective. And yeah. About, mm-hmm. Like the way Kendrick goes about it, even though like I feel like Kendrick should put out more music. I feel like Nas and him should switch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Quick jump since you said since you mentioned Kendrick brought this to my mind. What did you think about Cole's latest project? The uh, that's the uh, one, the cartoon him on the front, right? Yeah, it was cool. I hated it. It was okay. I See, to I okay, it. hated it. Okay, what's okay. that one called? The new, um, the new one? Let me look. KOD. At K- yeah, KOD. Okay, um, it's got different meanings. So it was like kids on drugs. Yeah, kids, like it's a bunch of K- just KOD. Okay. Um, I, uh, I, I'm not a huge J Cole fan. Like okay. he's. I like J. Cole early on. Like, my favorite J. Cole song up, is, man. like, I need that. I can't get enough of what you got. That's really? The, for some, that corny-ass song is my favorite J. Cole song. Really? I need that. I don't know why. <laughs> Have you ever heard his, his, his mixtapes? Yes. Yeah. And you didn't like Lights, yeah. Please? And yeah, that's a good one. Lights, Please is what is one of the songs, that one of the first things I've ever written it's was some- to Lights, Please. It's something about J. Cole I do not believe. Really? It's just something about him that's just like, mm, I don't believe you, fam. Really? But I feel like there's not much to believe. I feel like it's, it was so raw. It was just so, just light-skinned nigga. Just like, <laughs> nothing really more yeah. to it. Like, I get chicks, you know, I'm living life, I'm, I'm, I'm battling with, with my demons. And it wasn't too much that he had to prove. Maybe, and that's what spoke to me. Maybe. Right, you know, to be a fan with him. Right. That's true. Maybe it's just because I look at hip hop as like an adversity kind of thing. A lot of times you deal, people that deal with a lot of adversity and like have gone through a lot. Yeah. And it's like, y'all, that's where the bars be like, yeah, I feel, I feel, I feel that in my chest. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, and I, and, and, and as a man, who, who am I to say this? But I feel like he hasn't gone through much of anything. But how do I know that? You yeah. know what I'm saying? You feel like if he has gone through it, he hasn't put it in his music. Yeah, like okay. except for that one song where he's talking about how the cops kicked in his uh, studio doors and yeah. all that, you know, kicked in his house and all that shit. But besides that, it's like I don't care about you know Neil Long and um, Sade Adu and all that yeah. shit. Like I don't care about that shit, bro. Because it's like you, you're back. He's so wishy washy. Like mm-hmm. I'm conscious, ratchet. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly. That's that's what it, that's what KLD was supposed to be. Yeah, and it was a horrible attempt to me. It was a horrible attempt. Yeah. I thought that's that's that was fucking that was a frisbee. I like the um the what's it called? I kind I should say I liked it better than KLD. The uh, one with the little devil on the front. Oh, Born Center. Yeah, that's one of my favorite J Cole albums. Yeah, I, I did I like Born that. Center. Um, but I like his mixtapes better. But same, yeah, I feel I the same I about like, Drake. I, I like Drake's mixtapes. Mixtape Drake was amazing. Mixtape Drake was nice. Yeah. Think Good Thoughts. Like, it's one of my favorite joints mm-hmm. with him and Fonte. Yep. That shit was hard. I think you told me about that when I You still haven't yeah. listened to that? Probably not. Damn. That's, that's one of Fonte's uh, dopest verses. Wow. I thought I'd heard all those. Say. It's, it's old, though. It's like 2011. Mm-hmm. It's from... Um, uh, comeback season. Yeah, comeback season. Yeah, I got it on my phone. It's yeah. dope. He probably think I walk around with my gun tucked in. Um, cool. Just taking notes on all of this, building things out. Um, we're gonna have that outcast listening party. Stay tuned. Right. Let's do it. <laughs> um, I hated that. Uh, uh, what's it called? Album Outcast though, the American Flag joint. Stank on you? I wasn't a fan of that. You may have had to be in the south at the time or Stank- something. That Stank- was Stankonia. Yes, I, I've heard Stankonia. Now I haven't. Um, it was okay. A lot of outcasts. Gasoline dreams. I haven't Listen sat again. back and listened to Toilet Tisha. <laughs> so I would listen to Outcasts when I'm chilling with a bunch of people and we were smoking, mm-hmm. and that was like that's what we put on the vibe to. Yeah. Right. Um, speaking of smoking, who makes also really good music, smoke to Devin the Dude. <laughs> Devin, Yo, dude. Devin, I dude love is dope, Devin. Devin is dope, man. I don't know that I've ever listened to a Devin the Yo, Dude track. Do what it's the fuck possible. you want to do. Uh, what's the song with Devin Snoop? Um, fuck. The first song I was ever introduced by him. This shit was so hard. Hold on. He's the first dude I've ever heard rap like conversationally. Like very just like he's talking to you. Yeah. That's smoke your weed. Smoke your pipe. Fuck it. Life is how you live it. <laughs> Hmm. Let's see. Uh, and real quick, just thinking, where is he from? He's from the Bay. Yeah. Okay. Um, thinking of California rappers, I always ask folks or guests about, do you know uh, Planet Asia or Fashion? Fashion sounds familiar, but no Planet Asia, no. Whoa. You'd like Planet Asia for sure. Don't know who Planet Asia is. I know Fashion oh. is. You don't know Planet Asia? You, where are you, you from? I know, man. Come on, man. What a job. That's Jeez. what it's called. Okay, what, yeah, a about, yeah. what a job this is. <laughs> yeah, listen to that. You've heard Devin and Dude. I've ever heard. Devin and Dude didn't know it. What a job. He's, um, Devin and Dude. Um, Andre's in it. Andre 3000's on the song, right? Yeah, I believe yeah, so. Mm-hmm. Devin and Dude is the dude on, um, I Just Wanna Find. Oh, you, that's that him. dude. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Whose song is that? I know that. That's, um, you got the number. That's, uh, it's on you to make the call. You know I come quick, help you redecorate your walls. Uh, is that Snoop? I don't know who song it is. Or no touching and rubbing, girl. You got a husband who loves <laughs> you. Um, that's uh, or is that on a um, not corrupt, but uh, the dog pound or some shit? It it could be a dog pound song. I've that heard, sounds I, whatever like it a dog is. Pound. I've heard it. Sounds familiar. I recognize the bars. Bum, 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 wow. bum, bum, no, that's Dr. Dude. Dre. Again, the greatest rapper <laughs> alive. What makes that "What a Job" song so dope? Andre 3000's verse, like he's talking about him coming to the studio, mm-hmm. meeting a, a group of people, like a, a couple. 
the couples telling them like yo you know i love your music you inspire me um you know you helped us get together you know your music brought us together and we're thankful for, for you and uh-huh. there's like you know drop me in your rhymes sometime he said you know what i might just do that so the whole story is about him meeting people, telling them to put you in your rhyme, and say, "You know what? I'm gonna do that." Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, dog, that was dope. So they put the whole, like, put their whole life story out in in the rhyme. I'm I'm weird when it comes to these artists because it's like their favorite verses be songs that that ain't even theirs. Oh, I got a southern rapper for you that I fuck with heavy. Um, you ever heard of Ritz? Yeah, I have. Please tell me you heard. Of you. Okay, I have heard. You of ever Ritz. heard of his tapes? No. Ritz. Listen to him. His he's got. It's a mix of just Ritz like the cracker. Yeah, R I T T Z. T T Z. Okay. He's like kind of like a, a fast rapper. Okay. Um, but he's dope, and his, his production is amazing. But he signed to Tech Nine, so Tech Nine take, oh, takes good care of him. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Tech yeah. If one must unleash quickly. Yeah. <laughs> that seems like the place to be, place oh, yeah. to be for, to call home. But his beats are a mix of like southern, got that southern but up north. It's like a good blend. I don't mm-hmm. know where he find it, but it's kind of like dark. I like the dark music, so it's got a good blend. It's, it's yeah. Nice. It's okay. solid. Um, you know what's funny? One of my favorite Florida rappers, Rick Ross. People look at me like I'm crazy. He's not from Texas? No, nah, Rick Ross is from Miami. Florida. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm not. I'm Dade like, is it Dade Oh, I'm thinking oh, think yeah. one else. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I don't know. forgive me. It's, it's something about him that's just like, man, I feel like my, my wallet levitates a little bit when I listen to this thing. <laughs> yeah. It's just so I so just, magnifically I, flossy. I just feel so confident. <laughs> I feel so confident right now. Magnificently flossy. It's just like, it's, <laughs> damn. I, it, most of it, it, I like it because it's like theatrical. Right. Yeah. It, it it doesn't sound real at all. Like, can, can we put some Rick? Because what you just described right there with body language, I feel like if we could put some Rick Ross bars over the the uh, the Swiss beat skating at home, because I feel like it's that <laughs> safe. Like, I'm have you gonna, seen that? I'm just no. gonna lather myself in myself. It's it's like when, the I'll first time I saw that that video, and I've said it on this podcast before. Like Swiss beat skating at his house. This nigga has on <laughs> skates and he is in his house just skating around with a with a little glass of Hennessy or whatever, some cognac. I'm positive it's cognac. And he's just having a good ass time. Low key, that's how <laughs> I want to live life. Yeah, you know life is good when you can skate in your in your that's living my, room. That's my fucking point. Yeah. And have disco lights. And do you see what I'm saying? A big ass Mickey Mouse statue, just I'm just cruising, baby. That's all good. Damn that shit is huge. Look at that shit. That's a statue. That's a statue. In the house. Yeah, that's a statue. I guess that's my whole point. I mean, I don't know how tall Swiss Beats is, but the sculpture's got to be... Swiss ain't short. 30 feet tall. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Swiss is at least six feet tall. Yeah, he's a lanky cat. The fuck? In my all-white, probably marble floor room, lots of shelves. Just having a good time, bro. Just enjoying. Enjoying. First time I saw it, I was like, okay, he's at some sort of museum or something like that. It was like, no, Swiss Beats is at his home. He's at home. Where he, where he dwells. Just just roller rink. You get to record him, though. Just roller rink. Right. That's probably his wife. Up next, I learned his to wife, dance Alicia skate Keys. in a week. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, Rick Ross, one of my favorite Florida rappers, and it's just based off of his theatrics. Not because he's like the best with the bars. It's just yeah. like... <laughs> Nigga, I felt I, f- I feel you and I know you why you screaming at me right now. Like I I felt all them grunts. <laughs> I felt all of that shit. Huh? How do you feel about Rick? I like Rick. 
Yeah. Port of Miami was amazing. Really? Yeah, I loved Port of Miami. And plus, me being in Tallahassee, it was everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but also, a Southern rapper who I, I will admit, it was a guilty pleasure. His first two albums I had to put were awesome to me. Mm-hmm. Plaz. Uh, yeah, yeah. Plies was dope yo, as fuck when Plies. he first came out, dog. If you listen to his shit, dog, his first two albums, dumb shits was nice. Now I I can't say anything past that, but you know when he first came out, that whole goon like he yeah. started all that shit. Like Plies remind me of college parties, like a motherfucking. That's man. what it was. College parties, and that's where that's where I was in life. Yeah, at that moment, you know my house because I got my first place apartment when i was 17 years old oh wow so imagine a 17 year old with an apartment yeah right right right. like you know parties man yeah you know so oh my god lies all the dance music you know that was that was life d4l yeah all that shit in their periods yeah snap dance (laughs) what was the nigga's name uh dim franchise boys yep yeah i remember that lame with it rock with it I invented that dance back in 2000 in high school. <laughs> Let me, I'm just taking notes on all these things I don't know about, which is the point of the podcast. Um, cool. So uh, I like to ask people, do you keep it real? That's it's the whole question. Period. Huh? In life period? Yeah. I'd say, yeah. Hell yeah. Definitely. How do you do that? <laughs> um, I would say I keep it real as a sense of, especially people who know me, if I don't like it, I don't like it. Yeah. You know, I try not to, you know, I'm not trying to not be rude about it, you know, take people's feelings into consideration. Some people like live like I don't give a fuck. You know, <laughs> I try not to do that. I, mean, I try to be a little more, you Constructive know. Constructive with yeah, it, right? Yeah. So, yeah. But if I, find, I don't like something, I don't like it. And yeah. some people know not to approach me with certain shit. And I don't even have to tell them. They're just from hanging out with me like. They already know. I'm not, I'm not going to try to do it on, on those shit. Because like I ain't with it. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. You know, right. so. I just try to, me, I'll take it like this. But we were talking, I grew up in the kind of household where we were in the hood, smack dab in the hood, but we weren't out doing hood shit. Man. So when. We grew up in the same house. (laughs) (laughs) So I like, you know, I was surrounded by people like my mom was a huge anime fan. So, you know, we grew up watching anime um, she loved like Star Trek and things like that. So she was like a big nerd. Your mom was so dope. That was in my house, and she worked a lot. And when she was always at work, what she did, she bought us a Super Nintendo. Yeah. And you know, so it was gaming <laughs> yeah. and stuff, yes. things like that. So I was surrounded <laughs> by people like that. But when I stepped out the house, I was around hood niggas. Yeah. So hood niggas doing what hood niggas do. Yeah. You know, I you know admittedly got into some shit that you know. Of course. Of course, you know, being around there, but I never let that stain me and just become right, a part right. of my character. Right. Yeah, and and I got, as I too, got older right. and started to know myself, you know, I knew like that's just not what I do. Right. You know, um actually I have a song unreleased, of course, but <laughs> it's, it's I'm gonna drop it. I had to re-record it cuz it's just not to the point where I want to have it. But it's called You Say and there's two verses talking about two crazy times in my life. Um one, I was at a house party and niggas being niggas, somebody started shooting. The dude was looking for the dude who uh, was trying <laughs> to get away, to him. Dude looking you for know, a dude. That's so the story. Always a dude looking for a dude. Damn. Running around. Uh. He ended up shooting a dude that was right next to me. Yep. He got shot in the leg right next to me. 
And then he came over, ran up with a gun, put the gun, because he had a lighter in his hand. He was trying to find the person. So he didn't know who I was. So he put the gun up in my face trying to see if I was a dude mm-hmm. who he was. And I was just like, there's niggas. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And another time, I was down on my luck. I just found out I was having a kid. I worked at working at McDonald's part-time and making no money. Yeah. Like stressing out, trying to figure out how I'm going to get some more money. I had a homie who was you know, into that type of shit. Uh, he was like, bro, I can help you, but if I help you, like, you got to know the repercussions of what I'm about to tell you. And so he just like pulled out a crack rock and was like, bro, like, I got some moves. You know, I need some help. If you're down, you know, you can get some quick money, you know, help for your kid and things like that. So I was faced with that dilemma and I was like, nah, like, I'm good. And just being in those situations, like you said, keeping it real, like, yeah. knowing i not that kind of person i could have just tried a little something something to try to get by but i was like i had to stand by what how i was raised and i was just like nah dude you know respect i appreciate you even right right trying to reach out and try to help like i don't see it as an offense or anything but that's just not me yeah right you know and um i've had plenty of friends you know who would go keep going back to the hood shit because that's like i guess for black people that's the big definition that's the line your hood or you're not yeah right you know so um you know i have friends that if somebody wronged me, they're like, bro, like, give me their address. Right. I'm in there right yep. quick. You know, I got yep. something in my pocket for them and things right. like that. Yep. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, nah, man, nah. You know, and they're like, you know, you one of the good ones. Make sure you get out of this shit. This, <laughs> this ain't the life. Man. This ain't yep. the life. And I'm like, I appreciate it. It's not. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> get the fuck out of there, dog. Isn't it crazy how, like, how even though we, black people, people, but as a black man yeah i could you know isn't it crazy how black people that grow up different coasts different parts of the land have the same upbringing mm-hmm. like dog you're just you're describing my life to a t right now it's so crazy like you just it's it's tough being that like nerd hood kid mm-hmm. now it's not because everybody is looked at as like you know nerd hood yeah cats. right right and and I and I be calling bluffs all the time like you know goddamn nerd you just a hood nigga that like a couple anime like you like, like Dragon, Dragon Ball Z, Z. <laughs> <laughs> you like Dragon Ball. just a hood nigga that like Dragon Ball Z <laughs> stop it <laughs> um, but I just think that's so crazy that it's like it's it's so parallel yeah you know like I grew up in a strict Christian household too I got in trouble off of Jay Z lyrics. <laughs> like I got my like my mom was in my grill piece about this shit. Like you know that uh, Ola Ovito song mm-hmm. oh, yeah. when he goes, "Hold up, y'all motherfuckers!" Not like nah, motherfuckers, y'all motherfuckers. Y'all yeah. been running the post office and get a job, motherfuckers. He went on a motherfucker spree. <laughs> yeah, right. and I was just in the room like, <laughs> and mom's busted in the room right then, and it was like my life was over. I turned white, bro. Like, <laughs> oh no, Jesus. Yeah, I just I'm just just listening to you, bro. It's just to me that's incredible that black people share that experience so much so mm-hmm. and no matter what like even if you're upper middle class whatever like it's the same like you could have gone through the same kind of shit just mm-hmm. you being a black man because mm-hmm. you probably went to school somewhere where there's a lot of hood niggas mm-hmm. and so you you know it's the same kind of thing mm. that's just incredible to me that's all <laughs> it, it is it's it's crazy and like I said, it's the same kind of issues. Like we said, it's either you hood or you're not. Now we're getting into days where people try to blend the two. Yeah. Especially in, in rap music. Now, you know, your hood because people say your hood because you rap. Yeah. You know, and 
but now they're trying to make it so that the nerds have their way, like Childish Gambino, you yeah. know, um, or like the artists I was talking about earlier. Like they, you can look at them and they don't even personify hood at all. Like the right. last thing you want to see. Mm. But even like, but Lupe Fiasco, Lupe Fiasco, you can tell he's hood. Yeah, you know, but he was just like smart, you know, smart lyrical type, you know, but he's right. hood. He's yeah, for sure. Hood. Like that nigga, he. He, he crazy too <laughs> but yeah you know but um you know he's seen some things yeah you can tell yeah you can tell he didn't seen some shit you know and that showed him not to do it too mm-hmm. prolific of a writer early on like his early stuff is like yo mm-hmm. you talking about what <laughs> wow like yeah his mixtapes was off the chain too Hell back yeah. in the day one, one of my one of my favorites man mm-hmm. yeah you know i have a i have a small list of favorite rappers in no particular order you know, um, you just kind of either on that list. Put them not, shits in order. Let's hear it. I don't have an order. I couldn't even put them in order, oh, man. Because they all mean something different to me. So mm-hmm. off the top of my head, I would say Eminem, Joe Budden, Lupe Fiasco, um, Royce the Five Nine. Um, let's see. Uh, I mean, I don't know if I would. Like I'm a big J Cole fan, but I don't uh, know if I throw him in there. Don't do, don't uh, do. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Off the top of my head, I'm gonna use those four because they're they're probably the most influential to my style. Come mm-hmm. on, let's hear your top four. Let's hear. Give me a top four. A quick top four. Uh, Fonte, Black Thought, Nick Grant. Uh, what else? I listen to all the time. Ugh. See, Kamal's going with that second team all defense squad. Yeah, definitely defensive players. A lot yeah. of Kawhis in there. Yeah, a lot of Kawhis in there. I see. <laughs> a lot of Kawhis. I ain't mad at the. I ain't mad though. I'm, uh, yeah, see. I mean, like that's if I really got to take just a few people to an island with me. You know what I mean? I'd probably throw Action Bronson in there just for <laughs> just for craziness. I love that dude. You um, know what I mean? Just okay. for off the wall. Willie, the guy Willie the Kid. Yeah. And Action Bronson, kind of similar style in what they talk about. Okay. Which kind is just flamboyance, just, just flamboyant mafia shit, magnificence, Mad-head mafia, mafia yeah. magnificence. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the kind of similar style. Okay. Um, Willie is definitely a little more complex, I would say, because I've, I've listened to some Action Bronson, and I mean he's good, but um, I'm just saying like Willie, he tries to go a little more complex with his rhymes. Okay, so, action just be rhyming. Yeah, action just be rhyming. He yeah. just be rhyming, and it, it's all, it sounds clever seven layer shit yeah you know? right he just be rhyming though like i haven't heard like a song of his and it was like i get what you mean by that it's all like that was a clever Plus, bar i see, like I think that he's, bar he's like one of those like a uh, I classify him as like a mosaic rapper meaning like kind in a way like yeah he's just rapping but to me it's like he's like ideal to make like a montage type video for because it's so all over the place yeah the you know the thread being that it rhymes but but so to me it's like the way he strings stuff together is like not even necessarily within a song it's like across an album or across multiple songs yeah. you know what i mean that that thread is run about mm-hmm. food or yeah. Yeah. mafia things or yeah. oh, he i love that he can do that salad toss absolutely you know i love like that he that. can do that like and that's something that i have not yet been able to achieve as a rapper i have not been able to throw my hobbies into my rap you, you, it's just because i don't use it like that right but i right, would right. love to 
yeah. interesting. Like, I would love to find a way to make a rap and throw photography in there. You know what? I haven't done it yet. He's the embodiment of New York. Yeah. He's he's just like cultural, mm-hmm. just all around. I always say like New Yorkers move differently than, than most people or in the in the United States. Mm, exactly. They move a lot more purposefully, and they're that. yeah, and they're a lot mm-hmm. more cultured than most people in the United States based mm-hmm. off of how how everything. I'm sitting behind this bush. <laughs> uh, just based off of how small the island is and how how many races of people are in within yeah, just that the stuff that crosses your yeah. purview in a given day is right. like hard to calculate so they, even it, even if you're just stuck in any particular part of any particular borough word. the yeah. stuff that will cross your because the chances that you're you're never really stuck in that borough like people right didn't like never make it to manhattan you know what i mean yeah. like everybody eventually somebody is everybody is somebody in new york at, yeah uh, or was somebody at some point yeah mm-hmm. so like i He's to me. That's he's like the embodiment of New York. Just like when you hear him rhyme, because he he'll he'll talk about anything. Yep, right? any goddamn thing. Like he's like a tour guide. You can go there For and sure. just like listen oh, to yeah. a Action Bronson album, and you'll be like, okay, I want to go up to Nina's Pizza and hit up yeah. there, like you know, like he'll he'll take you on a he'll take you on a ride. He yeah. definitely had me Google searching a couple things. Like what what are Giambi lenses? <laughs> like what are those? <laughs> I'm gonna look that up. Um. But I think that's the thing about, um, well, I'll use all three. I'll say New York, Florida, and California. Like, they all create a unique type of individual. You know, you you have to go like this because it, it is. It doesn't matter how you feel about that type no, of individual it creates. You're correct. But it, it's a unique type. Like, you're always here, no matter where in the U.S., you always hear someone talk shit about someone from Florida talk shit about someone from new york i talk shit about someone from that is facts right you know it's those places might be there and forth you know what i'm saying yeah Yeah. texas would be fourth yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. i guess i would i would we say that those are like our most iconic states yeah i I agree definitely i agree i think that the reason why i gave you that look like "Hmm, yeah because california definitely is like it breeds a specific kind of dude especially Mm -hmm. rappers yeah Mm -hmm. like it i i can I can pick a California rapper out of out of a crowd, like I, serious. <laughs> like, like oh, you from Cali, out. nigga? I can just tell. Yeah. Like, I can tell by the, the last two lines you said. Fam. Like, <laughs> I, I know you from Cali, and you from my area. Like, I can yeah. tell. <laughs> yeah. So you're absolutely correct. It's crazy. I came when I was a kid. I was ten years old. I moved out here for a year. Me and my twin sister. We lived out here for a year. Oh, you got a twin? I have a twin sister. That's what's up? And we lived out here for a year, went to school, came back. I had no clue <laughs> the amount of influence that trip had on me. Oh, really? Like, in the back of my mind, I, I always felt a certain way about Tallahassee after that. But didn't realize it. Yeah. You know, um, I guess because I realized that there was, subconsciously, I realized that there was so much more right, than right, was right. in you, you, you know, Tallahassee, you yeah. know how small it is. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. You know, see the same Country. people. Oh yeah. yeah, it's kind of hell yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, and just to seeing that, and people, a lot of my people back home, feel like I think I'm better than them, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Because right. I come, I come out there like funny. I went down there uh, last summer, and I went to the gas station, and I ran into this girl I went to middle school with. She was behind the counter, and she was like, "What's up? You know, I haven't seen you in years. How you doing?" Da, da, da. I was like, "I'm good. You know, I I moved. And I'm just here visiting for the summer." She was like, "Let me guess. You live in California, don't you?" And I was like, 
Yeah. yeah. I was like, why you say that? She said, I can just look at you and tell. And I didn't know how to feel about that. I was just like, I actually, right. <laughs> you just look like a Californian. Now. Telling you, man. And yeah. Folks from out of town always know us. Yeah. Y'all always know. <laughs> um, thinking about your one, can you freestyle for us? Because we had Joe do that. Oh, hell yeah. Can I get a beat? Um, yeah. Amir, you got a beat? Give me a beat that you like, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Yeah, we can bring that, like, bring that back around. I, don't I can rap to, to be, anything, but I'm just like, give me a beat that you like. I don't claim to be the, like, the, the have the best, like, what, who am I calling? Yeah, I don't care about that, man. I got I the best taste. One. My beat palette is off the chain. <laughs> like, nah, that's not me. I know all the beats ever. <laughs> Let's make uh, this fun. So I'm a, I'm a freestyle, and then you guys just throw in topics, and I'm going to try to switch it up. All right, I'm going to... I'm gonna throw this first one out. Yeah, okay. You picked you pick the beat. It's a topic. Yo. Good uh. politics. Alright, yo. Honestly, I'm not really into the politics. I just think it's all bullshit. Cause hit the end, I really think it's like a game. And they try to play it and just maintain our brains to. Going to a whole nother level, I can tell you spitting rhymes right now is shovel. Feeling disheveled actually when I be thinking about it. So I would rather sit my head is kinda clouded. Just wanna clear it out while I spit rhymes, see what it's about. And at that time I feel like I can get in my prime. Shouts to Royce, I made a choice to just be the best that I can. Deep man, this motherfucking plan put together. Understand that it's J-E-R-I-C-H-O and I am the man. Trying to make sure that I am on demand. No television screen necessary. Just when I'm done spitting, understand it's legendary. And they gon' sit back and listen to me like hell. He, ah, how the fuck did he do this? I'm just trying to have fun and be exclusive with the rhyme scheme that I am proving. Her choosing is my destiny. Cause you're gonna see me on any kind of fucking beat that you choose. I do. Make sure when you don't snooze like alarm next to you and trying to press the button. No necessary, I'm stunting. I don't need that, fuck that, no front and shouts to Pharrell and eating hummus. I actually had that in my stomach. Was like, what the fuck is this really? But it was cool. I had it, I was like, really? Cause for the while I was thinking that he was gonna be messy and stinking. And cause I see it looking inside of his jar. And from my eyes, it kinda looks bizarre. No D12, but I fought, yeah. reached and grabbed my pepper and stuck it inside. Ate that and was surprised and yeah. was like, God damn, my eyes just wide. Like, can I have another taste? And making sure people around me could relate. I was in a whole nother mind state. I decided to turn around and grab my plate and sit down a bit and have a couple scoops. Cause I was talking a bunch of shit about you. But my whole mind state was a skew. But now I'm back trying to spit a few. Yeah. Yo, hey, and that was just some bars. I like that Pepper Ann line. Yeah. <laughs> so, real, it's real in Los Angeles. Freestyle is not a game. Not playing. Not at all. Not at all. Easy. Yeah. Uh, do you have any keys for unlocking the freestyle within each of us? Um, honestly, I was just talking to somebody at the pocket about this. Okay. Not too long ago. Um, they were asking, like, man, you like you make it sound effortless, like you wrote it down before you came in. Straight and up, that. And I was <laughs> yeah, like, sure. It's help cats not help cats try to have bars more than just in the car. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like honestly, I tell people 
see it like a story. Yeah. Um, a beginning, middle, and end. So when you're rapping, every every freestyle artist, no matter what kind of shit they tell you, no matter how good they are, we all have fillers. Right, right, so right. So we right, all right. have we all have our go-to words, phrases, styles, flows, cadences. We mm-hmm. all have those go-tos. That just comes from doing it all the time. But once you work out your beginning, middle, and end, and just keep that going, you can go forever. Word. Like, huh. let's say, for instance, staring at this cup, and I'm thinking, like, what the fuck? And I'm going wrestling, I'm looking at this bag now. And you think I'm rapping, I'm thinking, I don't know, take a little bit of time, now I'm stalling, and looking at this speaker, and I'm thinking, and so it's like a, yeah. it's, you think of these lines, and you know where you're going to go. So it doesn't matter what's in between it. Okay. Because you know your next step. Right. right. So it's or just. You know where you got to land or what yeah, the Yeah, you know where you got. There it is, the right. mile. You know right, where you right, want right. to land with your next piece. Like when I was talking about the hummus, and I knew about the hummus, I was thinking about my stomach. And right. then yeah. I was remembering when I ate the peppers, and I was thinking about how I felt about it. So I knew where I was going to go. I didn't know in between. I didn't know the words I was going to use, but I knew that I was going to talk about the hummus, how it made me feel in my stomach, and I remember when I had the peppers and to get my plate to get more. Right. I remember though. I was I knew I was gonna mention those. So what right. I said in between it didn't matter. Okay. So I just tell people like practice, practice, practice. But as long as you I'm not saying blind people can't freestyle, but I'm saying as long as you got eyes, you know <laughs> or, or whatever you yeah, can. Just, as long as you got eyes or even an idea. Right. You know? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> as long as you have an idea like of what's going on. You can you can freestyle. Okay. You know, I tell people just do it all the time. Like do it in the shower, do it when you're just chilling, do it when you're eating. Like I don't and write be, and be wi- and be wi- and be willing to be bad at it at first. Oh or hell to yeah, that's ter- anything. To feel just, terrible about yeah, it at first, right? Yeah, be yeah. be shitty first. Like that's all. I was like when I start rapping, I was surrounded by people who were good as fuck at freestyling, dog. And I was just listening, like, dog, how do you do that shit, man? Yeah. Um. Okay. Um. So. I told you it was a group of three of us. It was me, homie Mossy P, but he went by P Stacks when we first started, and then Will Crown. And um, I'ma just steal one of his 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 verses real quick and just spit like this dude. It was a freestyle, oh, and he just walked in the in the booth and he was like, "Up too damn late to try to do this. The truth is, I ain't stopping until the roof gives because this one the he said this another floor, another layer, another cork and and I'm going backwards, so they want a little more. So I pull out a reverse and put that bitch in fast forward and start drinking his vodka till the nigga got bored and just kept going. Wow. And, and that was just a freestyle. I just walked in with his bottle. He's like, cause he, you know, we all drinking fucked up. Yeah. Like, up too damn late to try and do this. The truth. like, it, And it just sounded like he wrote that shit down before yeah. he came in. But he just so good. just got to the point where it was just effortless. I like yeah. that first, that the intro yeah. bars. Super yeah, nice. Dog, yeah, dog. Like, and... That was 24-7. Yeah. Shit like that. You know, um, I tell people, we used to have this thing called Sundays. Um, it started out as parties, and we just, Sunday was the best day for everybody. And they would come to my house, we just party, you know, have drinks, weed, you know, women. It was just fun times. And then it became a staple, and it was just called Sundays. And we would have people come, and then it kind of calmed down. It used to be a family thing. Then it turned to a big party. Then it turned to a house party where cops would come and everything uh-huh. like that. So it started to get crazy. But um, at some point, even in the party, we would break off. Yeah. And have cypher sessions. Okay. And so, wow. um, you know, people, and we meet other rappers, you know, who would just come to the party and shit. And we would also have, 
meet people there who would come next time and bring their instruments. Oh, word. so it'd be a jam session. Yeah. Okay, you know, so a house party over here, then in the garage is a jam session. Yeah, you know, so and that was just awesome. So that's where I came from, just mm-hmm. constantly having to rap, constantly, constantly, constantly. You know, get off work and rapping until the sun comes up, mm-hmm. and then going to sleep, and going to work, doing it all over again. Yeah, but um, I was saying earlier, like with me, I tell people like Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne said he do, you know he doesn't write. Now I don't know if Wayne I don't know if Wayne really means he freestyles everything. People say when he doesn't write, they mean they think he just freestyles everything. I think when Wayne means like he doesn't physically write. He stopped doing that a long time ago. Right. Put the pen down. Like I don't physically. But he write can remember either. everything. Yeah. So that was like, gonna be my next question: is how like one? How do you remember anything? Much less something from however long ago this freestyle was that your friend. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, can I butt in? Yeah. On that. Jay Z, like I, I, I learned something from Jay, who also said I, I don't write, but like, it's almost like equations, and he like plugs things in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I've heard certain lines like, oh, okay, I've heard that somewhere, somewhere else. Right. Like, and you just plug that in because it fits here. Yeah. Like, I, okay, I know this cadence. I know this beat. I know that the, the BPMs on this, so I, I can, I can use this flow. Yeah, that's why I said this one's for this song. The next one I switch up to something, some, some get fucked. You know what I'm saying? Like I get, like it's, it's it seems like it's like equations. Like I got these lines I've learned, or I wrote a song, or came up with a song some years ago I never used, and I just use a couple bars from there, or like plug in here and there. Does right. it work like that for you too? Um, for me, honestly, it became convenience. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I started out with just trying to get i started writing in my phone i never physically wrote with a pen and a pad that's mm. never how i started because i had the the g1 the google g1 that's when i for around the time i started writing when you flip up the keyboard flip up and had the keyboard and you just type like and so that's how i type out all my music type out all my bars and eventually i got off of that i don't remember what exactly made me switch but it came to just writing in my head but i realized when i write in my head i can write anywhere so like I can write when I'm at work, write when I'm driving, write when I'm in the line at the grocery store. Yeah. And I just realized like it took my product productivity to the next level. Huh. So I was like, okay, now I can crank out twice as many songs because I don't have to wait until I can sit down to do it or right. to do it. Or I had to carry a notebook in my pocket because my pockets ain't but so big. You right. Know? Now, I can just, you know, that's a gift, right? That's not yeah. necessarily or at least a like, skill that you developed. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. But it seems like not like the average person just can't be like, I can write in my head. Like that's a gift. The the fact that you can be like, I'm in line and I came up with these rhymes. Da 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 da. da. And my, okay, cool. I'm gonna just say it like that. And then you remember it when you get in the car. I was to say, and that you remember. And it. yeah, See, you know what I'm saying. But there's the there's the downside. So, um, what I I use I use a recording software. So, okay. Um, uh, if I write a verse or write some bars or if I think of a bar I'll record it in my phone okay and that's I guess my quote unquote way of writing word you know so um, like when I'm at work yesterday they, they thought I was crazy because I just like would just circle just walking around in circles mm-hmm. and they're like what are you doing I was like don't worry about me I'm cool <laughs> yeah yeah I'm cool man straight I'm just up trying to get this verse down so <laughs> I'm just walking around looking at shit and writing and it just, and I don't know, it fits. And so when I sit down, sometimes if I go too long, I can forget. Mm-hmm. I've forgotten stuff. I've forgotten quite a few things. 
But, you know, <laughs> be in the car like, what the fuck? Damn, that shit was hard. Why did I just, <laughs> that, man? That was me earlier, man. I was like, because I thought I lost the first. If, if I wouldn't have recorded it in my phone, I would have lost it because I went a whole night not doing it. Like after I oh, got I it, see. I went a whole night of not thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. So I do have to record it in my phone. At some point. You know, at some point. So, um, but when I record it, then I'm listening to it 24 seven. Like yeah. that, that verse that, that I recorded on my phone, the, yeah. the anthem one. Yeah. I listened to that the whole way here. It's only a minute. So right. I listened to it like 30 times, right. yeah. you know, constantly on repeat and things like that. So, you know, I like to, I like to listen to my own music. So I'm cool with just hearing it repeat, 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 repeat mm -hmm. and learning and growing like that. So See, I'd say, I guess it is a skill or yeah. a gift that you have to definitely think, but I recommend it to everybody, you know? <laughs> Cause it makes life so much easier. Listening to yourself definitely helps. Mm -hmm. Like I, I just even with comedy, I used to record like just tell my jokes, just speaking into my recorder and just put my headphones on and walk around like you said in circles. Like I just walk around the crib, just saying that shit over yeah, and over yeah. and over again. Like okay, say it like this, come like this next time, or you right, know, right, it right. definitely helps with like you said earlier with hearing your voice and with like remembering your shit it's, it's something about you telling it's like you telling yourself that right out right, loud right. like i'm thinking out loud but i'm listening to myself no you know yeah it's like helps. i'm definitely trying to get the memorization thing together although i think the problem is is that i write so much that i don't i don't have a good filtering system to know what i should really focus on memorizing though other than sending it texting it to people and kind of whatever gets the better response rate is like a candidate but like again i don't really have a project that i'm trying to put anything into so I would say uh, just keep reading it mm -hmm. or record yourself spitting it and listen to that all day. Right. And that's how you would get it into your head. And, you know, send stuff to people and the responses you get. Also, understand, you know, we're all human. We're not going to like everything. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, for um, sure. Sometimes just because someone's not really feeling something, an next person can think it's gold. Right. Like I got yeah. tracks that I'm like, I'm not really a big fan of. And people are like, dog, you killed that shit. Yo, you I gotta, love that God, shit. Let me, let me like, download that. Yeah, like, let me get that. Let me get that. I feel bad because I used to let people listen to my shit in the studio, and they would love it, and they'd be like, let me get that. I want to listen to that at home. I want to listen to that. And I'd be like, nah, man, nah. <laughs> but now I'm coming like years later, and the song's not out. Right. Like, I should have right. just gave it to them and let them listen right. to it because that was somebody that really wanted like, a, like, like really, a super fan, right? Yeah, someone yeah, yeah, that yeah. really fucked with it. But, you know, I was that was something... I think about now that I'm like, oh, fuck, you know, now in hindsight, I was like, you know, he really liked my shit and I should be happy that he really liked my shit and I didn't release it. So I should let him hear it, you know, let him have the, the copy. But, you know, just understand that that's a rough copy. And right. if you like it, then vibe out to it. But right. um, there's this song I heard by Jake Cole and Kendrick. They did together. And it, it was a rough copy in the studio. Uh, bad audio quality. I'm assuming they were just in some rinky-dink studio. Probably at the did, house. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, somehow got uploaded to YouTube. I've never heard Cole spit like that before. I would assume that he was intimidated by Kendrick and was like, I got to go hard on this shit. Mm -hmm. So them together, that shit was crazy dope. And even at the end, I think there's some girl in the background like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, um, at the end of it. But it never got released because it's, it's a is bar it, song. Is I mean, yeah. is, is that hard to find on YouTube? Or try is it? it. You can try it. Um, I don't think it's hard to find. I yeah, think, it's, it I think be, it's still up there. 
Yeah, it's just like Isn't Kendrick. It, it was, it's like one or two songs, or is it just one song? No, um, you're talking about the songs they actually released, like Black Friday. Okay. But no, this is just, it was just some song. I don't, it was just bars. It's not like a whole hook, structured. Uh, it's just them two rapping. Let's so, see. Um, let's see. Uh, you can try J. Cole, raw. Kendrick, unreleased. Unreleased. Dun, dun, dun. Let's see if I can see the Temptation. No, see, it's not the, yeah. Mm -mm. It might be Temptation. Hey, girl. On reality. The heat I will drop. Hmm. Yeah, so. Well, I don't know. See, it might be the one on the first page. Uh, okay. Or it might be Montreal. It might be this temptation. Yeah, it might be that one. But just uh, are you able to play a couple seconds of it? Let's see. It's, if it sounds bad, it's that one. I think this is it. Yeah, this is the one. Word. All right. Yeah. Cool. Well, we'll add that to the list. We'll not get sued. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't worry about it too much. Um, all right. Well, cool. So I think that's most of our questions. Oh, well, actually, the, we were talking a little bit about it. Uh, just like your ideal, how you see this unfolding or how you would like it to unfold. Not so much about the how, like the milestones, yeah. because, you know. As far as my career? Yeah. And just um, like, you know, how, because how, you're talking about fame and like, yeah, like ah, not too much fame. Yeah. Please, yeah, just the money. Earlier, man. <laughs> yeah, with me, like, I would say my milestones i would like i would like to do a tour i would like to work with some of my favorite artists uh, i would like to be able to put out a track and make money off of it mm -hmm. um i would like to go to the grammys even though i know how to go to the grammys it's not as complicated as people think no mm -hmm. you know um but it's something i have to I have, you have to work towards it absolutely but, you know but now that i know how to do it it's just like okay i just have to focus on being able to get that kind right of done, absolutely you know um so it's just like little milestones like that you know and i i have friends with large social media followings mm -hmm. you know um who lyrically song wise you know they're okay you know? right you know? serviceable yeah serviceable that's exactly <laughs> but um i would like to have a larger fan base i think in my head i just don't want to i don't want to do that right you know i told you i love making music me personally and it's crazy like coming from an artist but i feel like every artist feels this way to an extent I don't really feel I make the kind of music most people would fuck with, mm -hmm. you know, because it's just my, it's just me releasing steam or what's on my mind. I'm not really trying to make you bob in the club and things like that. So it's just like, this is how I release. So right. when I let people hear it and they're like, oh, that shit is dope. It's dope, but I don't see it as marketable. Right. right. Because, you know, I've, I've had some instant industry instances you know, but they just didn't work out. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I feel like they didn't work out for a reason because I don't 
make that kind of music. I can make that kind of music, yeah, but, but not I don't interested. want. Yeah, you I don't. Know. I'm not interested in making that change to right. create that kind of stuff to where making music becomes work and not fun. Right. Vibes. Right. It's funny because it's like I agree and disagree with you there, based off of uh, like it just nowadays I feel like everybody is so into what they like for real now it's like yeah. you know i'm i'm an individual and i'm this and that that there's a market for everything and there's guys like black thought and royce yeah and they make barsy music and it's not most people are like i don't want to hear this shit like like okay for example my brother used to rap and he was, that was a good catch. Uh, you know, that was a good catch. I, <laughs> like, I do a lot of that shit. <laughs> man, I wish I had it on film. Just um, like, <laughs> he just didn't even look. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> forgot what I said. Oh, yeah. My brother was a rapper, and um, he, um, I told him one day, I was like, dog, I, uh, I had this idea for a rap, like for a rap career. Uh-huh. And I told him about it, and he was like, <laughs> his exact words was, man, niggas ain't gonna listen to that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Based off of like, this shit ain't marketable, man. If you ain't if you ain't out there teeny bopping right now or or making booty music, yeah. ain't nobody gonna fuck with you. And I was like, dog, there's a shit ton of people out there that are making full on albums and bodies of work that are not that's not booty music and that's very specific, right. and it's working for them. Like, fucking the Alchemist puts out beat tapes all the time and he puts out little albums all the time with other rappers on it it has it has to generate some sort of funds mm-hmm. in order for him to keep doing this shit you know what i mean so i feel like or like the, the audience that you need is now sufficiently small because the access is sufficiently large exactly that anybody can have their whatever anybody can have like, their platform slim is talking not about music but he's talking about actually just products and stuff yeah. no he actually was talking about music as far as like a like a like a yoga type album uh-huh and like he's like you really only need like five thousand people yeah because he's like 10 people you know sorry you know times 10 bucks and on top of that those five thousand people are gonna play the fuck out of your and, music and yeah. they're gonna play it for their friends exactly right? like those like that core super fan group cultivating that seems to be like the key before anything else happens whether you're like doing it cognitive like right with awareness or not you know what i mean so i agree with both of you and that's what that's what i was telling you i said it's a love hate relationship right because like that's the other side yeah i know that see i know like there there's a market for everything just like we're going for Joe Button. Straight Joe up. Joe Button makes the depressing mood, yeah. you know, introspective, you know, I ain't shit kind of music most of the time. Bars he's, be got there, a, though. he's got a fucking fans. He's yeah. got diehard fans for that yeah. shit. You know, so I know there's 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 a base for everybody, especially in the internet age. But right. what I was talking to Gamal about, I was saying there's me trying to decide if I want everything that comes with fame. Right. You know, everybody always sees the glitz and the glamour and all that kind of stuff, but they they mention it, but they don't really talk about all the bullshit these people go through, <laughs> like, you know, the friends that get lost, yeah. you know, the 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 backstabbing, the you know, the what you call it, the the stealing, stealing the, yeah. the lost, the random lawsuits, the scandals, like yeah. just the stress. Especially yeah, just the stress that comes with the evils from a guy yeah. that just wanted to make music. Right. Yeah. You know, and you hear that story a lot. 
And I'm like, you hear, we hear this story a lot, but we don't seem to learn from it. Everybody right. jumps in like, right. oh my God, this is, you know, this is amazing. I want to be a big, big artist. They become a big artist. I don't want this shit anymore. Let me right. get out, you know? And I'm like, we got to learn from somebody some at some point. Yeah. I feel like, and, and this is situations in, I can't even talk today. Things like this remind me of Doom, MF Doom. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I can understand why he wants that mask on. Yeah. Like, even though we all know exactly how he looks without it, you know what I mean? Because he was in a rap group yeah. before, like mm-hmm. back, like early 90s. Like still, like when you recognize him, you recognize the mask. And I can understand that like he can walk down the street and take his son to go wherever. get food or wherever uh-huh. the fuck, you know, and right. you won't be like, yo, that's my fuck, that's MF Doom. Right. Like, because he doesn't have that mask on. Now, if he had the mask on, it'd be different. Yeah. You know what I mean? I... I guess what I'm trying to say is uh, there's a way to be successful without being like ridiculously famous. Like I wouldn't mind being famous enough to like if I went to the store and everybody's like, oh, hey, that you made that uh, that nursery rhymes album with Gamal. Like, yeah, that was us. That was, we just made some bullshit. Like, yeah. oh, that's dope. Thanks, man. And keep it moving. Right. Rather than like I can't go pee at a stall. See, like Eminem, Without, prisoner right. of fame. Right. Yeah, prisoner exactly. Of fame. exactly. But like I was also um, talking to Kamal about fame is not something you can put a lid on. You can't say, uh, I just want to be this famous. Okay, stop, stop. Right. You know, once it hits, it booms. Yeah. Now it can fall. Yeah. If you don't want it to fall, then you fall and you fall hard. But Or you can get put in a position where it's like, it can't fall because I don't want to be seen as like a fucked up person or I don't want my business out there like that. Mm-hmm. So I kind of, now that I'm famous, even though I didn't really want to be, I got to keep this shit up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, and it depends on how you want to look to the, uh, okay. So, um, depends on <laughs> how you want to look you, to man. You better, you better check in, bro. No. no. <laughs> um, I forgot what I was gonna say. But yeah, just basically, fame—you—it's not something that can be controlled. So it's—it's yeah. it's, its own monster. I was talking about like I have a lot of music, a lot of unreleased music, but in a lot of my music, I talk about my battles with fame, my mm-hmm. internal battles with fame. You know, um, like it's just—I feel like if I—I I have enough skill that. If this is what I wanted to do, I can become famous. Mm-hmm. I can put in the work and I can become famous. For sure. I had to make some sacrifices, make some changes. But if that's what I wanted to do, I could be famous. For sure. But I'm also like, I don't think I want that. Yeah. You know, I was like, I don't know. You know, I got a baby mama. Yeah. You know, that whole, that one. Yeah. You know, just, it's a lot of things that I think that people don't think about. Right. When they blow up, then it all comes and bites them in the ass. They look back in hindsight. Yeah. You know, so I'm just like, dude, but I love making music. Right. And I love, I love putting my music out there and getting, you know, good responses from it. Mm-hmm. You know, people, plenty of times. Okay. So the, the track I, I previewed, it was called Anthem. Yeah. Um, the first, the first bar. Thoughts on my talks with etiquette helped me to keep my head in this in case I claim the fame to stay my aim and pray I never miss. So basically, was thinking I was thinking it back when I used to have talks with my homie etiquette, who's also a producer, and he was one of the people I started rapping with, one of the producers that helped me and things like that. So me and him talk about music business a lot, and he's actually one of the reasons why I still decided to like to go through with it and keep doing it. 
you know, he was like, bro, we starting this shit together. We got anything you know, he's like, you got to get a talent. So him, he helps keep me level headed. Mm-hmm. So um, just thinking about that, like that bar just reminded me of he's one of the reasons why I still do it. And then when I go to the pocket, like I go to the pocket and I'm just I'm I'm really there for a gig. I'm there to record and make sure right. everything's thing. But you know, it's it's a benefit that I can go up on stage and do my thing. Yeah. And when I don't, like if I'm just there to chill, like some people are like legit like, damn, dude, really? I came here to hear you. Like you yeah, right. get up there and, and do your thing. Like he's like, You're one of the reasons why I come here. Like you kill that shit. Yeah. And I'm like, dog, I don't even think about it like that. I'm just right, coming right, up right. here just chilling. But there it, it helps me see like there are people like that legit fuck with what i do yeah you know and they're like dude like you do something i'm here i'll support you like i'm here for you right and stuff like that makes me continue i have this other song i actually it's on soundcloud it's called promise and there's actually the hook i don't do this shit for me i do this shit for you for those who make a promise and they plan to see it through so i said I told my family, you know, I'm out here. I'm going to do music, you know. I'm yeah. here and I'm do my thing. I'm out here. I made a promise to myself that I'm going to stick. This is something I'm going to stick to and, and keep doing. Like, it's not just about me. Mm-hmm. I can break a promise to myself and then they just keep moving on. But it's like the, the family and friends and stuff that I made a promise to, mm-hmm. you know, just why I came out here and things like that. Now, it depends on where I hide. I want to take it. But this is what I'm here for. Right. And so this is why, like in 2019, I was like, I'm picking it back up. I'm getting back to my writing. I'm going to start performing more. And um, actually, I'm going to be performing at The Pocket April 2nd. Okay. So um, I'm going to be the feature artist. So I'm getting my songs together now. Decide what my set's going to look like. But Mm -hmm. it's going to be real dope. Cool. I'm excited. And what is your SoundCloud handle? Um, Sound Everything. You want to find me? Everything is Jericho SBT. Now on Instagram, Jericho SBT is for photography and videography. You throw a music in front of that, then you get my music. On my Instagram account, oh, so you'll you got see two Instagram pages. Yeah, <laughs> I got to separate the two. I'm at. The, I'm about to have a third because I'm separating it even further. One more time. What is it again? Jericho SBT Music will be for my music, and I there's actually a link to both on each page, but um. No one ever reads the bios. Yeah, I know. So it's like it's Never. there, but people always ask me that on my music page. How do I find your photography page? It's look down. Yeah, like literally look down. <laughs> you see my profile picture? Look down. <laughs> it says photography page. <laughs> Man, if I learned anything with the Instead companies, people do not read. Oh they my! Don't. I literally no. used to have like a table sign. It's not large, but there were five words on it. The largest of which was cookies, and people would come over all the time. Like, what's this? So what and you I'm got like, here? Uh, cookies cookies <laughs> cookies like on the shirt you know what i'm saying like yeah. yeah it's it's just and i just had to swallow it and not be mad about yeah. it but if there's a week or two where i was mad about it so i feel there's that. um on my instagram page i have a lot of freestyles of me in my car since you know california we spend a large majority of our time in the car yeah i used to do this series called um commute sessions i'm thinking about Picking it back up, I did about a hundred and something. Oh wow! Yeah, and um, these just just freestyles, you know, different beats. Pandora just put on beats and just freestyle for a minute, and people loved it. Like I actually, because <laughs> of one of my commute sessions, like you can see, and especially in the beginning, there's not many views on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the amount of people in my DMs far exceeded it. You know, oh, I really? actually 
one of Logic's producers actually reached out to me and we actually made a song based off my commute sessions. Oh, word. he was like, dog, I found your, your video and this shit was dope. So I started watching your other ones and you're like, you got talent. And um, he was like, you know, let's let's do something. So he sent me a beat and we we made a track together. Oh, that's so like, what's up. Yeah. So I was like, that was dope. You know, just all from sitting in my car in the freeway doing what I do regardless, whether I had the camera on or off. Yeah. Right. You know, but um, so I was also watching this thing last night, this thing on BET. But basically the dude in the video was saying, we live in an age now. He's like, if you're doing something, record it. If you're doing something of talent, record it. Yeah. He said, because you never know. Mm-hmm. You know, um, just record it and put it out there. Yeah. I, I did a performance at the pocket one time, and this dude said that he found me on his Discover page on Instagram. He was like, I, he was like, I recognized you when I came in here. He looked familiar. He was like, you were on my Discover page on Instagram. So I would never know that I walk in and I'd see you today. Right. right. I, was right. Like, Shit, I didn't know I was on Discover. Like, <laughs> wow. It's like, what the fuck? That's like, what's up. Yeah, so I was like, "That's crazy, man." You, you never know. So just, I just keep dropping shit and keep making sure I do more. But I'm definitely going to go a lot harder in 2019. Mm-hmm. So be on the lookout for a lot more content on there. I'm trying to come up with some series, some music series, some ways to be a little more creative with freestyles besides in my car. If or you, you know, I'm gonna switch it up, maybe build a set or something at home. And if you want to do, do video stuff, man, like I know you, you film and all that, but I'm, I'm love to collab i'm trying to expand and like get a lot more of my like video content and stuff out there oh. so if you you know if you want to do a video or or like a promo something yeah i'm, I'm a creative yeah, genius <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> because i mean i'm i'm the besides one other person i'm the only nigga with a camera i know yeah. you know <laughs> so like what i what i'm trying to do is i'm trying to find people creatives and go camera for camera yeah. You know, um, you know, right now, be real finances, like I, I don't have the big budget to be being these big things. So I'm right. telling people like what I can do is if you got a creative outlet, I can film you and then you film my creative outlet and right. we both we both win. Right, yeah. right, right. Instead of us both having cameras that are just sitting there because we don't want someone to someone doesn't want to afford like pay money to do this yeah, shit. Like, hey, straight up. you got this YouTube video you wanna film, I'll film your YouTube video for you, you ain't gotta worry about that. And then you right. film my music video for me and we just go back and forth and both of us are producing content. You right. know? Just like that. Like that, you know. So I haven't found anybody yet to do that, but that's well, definitely a dope thing. If you down man, let's you yeah. got anything you want filmed, I let's work. Yeah. Let's put some shit together because I'm trying to. Um, I have a bunch of those one verse freestyles. Yeah. Um, I forgot to mention back home, I had a music manager and uh, he was the DJ of one of the hottest, well, actually, the hottest radio station in um, Tallahassee. So 102.3. Mm-hmm. Um, his name was DJ A1. So yeah, every Sunday, his actually was the highest rated show. But I was on there every weekend. Like my music played every weekend for years, even after I left. Like three years after I left, like every weekend my music would play. And then I would, when I was down there, I would go on another radio station. God, it's like seven years ago. I don't remember what it's called. Fuck. <laughs> um, but um, that I would sit down. I would chat it up with them. I would freestyle on air and things like that. So just. I miss that kind of stuff. Man. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's made me think about it. Like, I wouldn't mind getting back to that. Yeah, it's I, that's yeah. out there. I got a bunch of buddies on that circuit that yeah. are you know that do that out this way. Yeah, so it can be done, man. 
Word. Yeah, 2019, man. I'm trying to I'm trying to get get back into this rap shit, dog. So Cool. We definitely can talk. We can, we can get some shit popping. Oh yeah, for sure. And that's how we do it here on the Rhymer Skill. Thanks everybody for listening. Thank you. Um Amir shakes. I got nothing. You got nothing. Nothing. So yeah, uh, press <laughs> I got subscribe. Nothing but a need to use the restroom. So. Yeah, t- press press subscribe. Tell a friend. Appreciate y'all. Peace. 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 Cool.